0: They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome to Intuitive Connection, where spirituality and psychology meet to help you be your best and brightest self. I'm your host, Victoria Shaw, and in each episode, I'll help you to awaken your own inner wisdom, step into your power, heal your deepest hurts, and live a more divinely inspired life. You're here to let your inner light shine. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hello, and welcome to Intuitive Connection with me, Victoria Shaw. Today, we're gonna talk about a really cool and exciting and important topic, and that is joy, and how we can learn to follow our joy. So joy, as we'll talk about in a bit, is a beautiful energy and at very close resonance to our higher spiritual selves. So when we learn to follow our joy and do more things in the energy of joy and um, yes, enjoyment, we are not only having a grand old time in our lives and, and having just much more um, love and, and pleasant human experience, but also joy is part of your spirit showing you the way to having a more meaningful, and yes, it's true, joyous lives. We'll also talk today ways in which our minds and our egos can sometimes confuse us and send up um, sort of mirages or or detours or or things that we think are joyful for us but are really just our mind and our social conditioning telling us what we think we should like, um, but not necessarily the things that bring us joy on the deepest, truest level. So I'm really excited and we will get going. So oftentimes when we talk about uh, following our joy, I think the first thing we have to understand is what is joyousness? And there are, and there are many different ways that we can understand what it means to be joyous. Oftentimes in human form, the idea of joy and fun and happiness are actually very psychologically loaded terms. And we get an idea from our minds or from what we have been taught about what we think will make us happy. And we're not always tuned in enough to the present moment and to our experiences to recognize when we're really happy and when we're just thinking that we should be. So part of learning to follow your joy is to learning to really identify within you what is joyful and what feels expansive and what makes your soul shine. And the more you learn to do that, my friends, the more you can begin to follow those spiritual breadcrumbs to the life that your soul, your spirit wants you to have. And that is one of expansiveness, of enlightenment, of meaning, of sharing, of serving, and very most importantly, of just having a great rock star experience in your very own skin. Now, for many of you listening, you do have an inkling of what that really sense of joy uh, feels like, those moments when you're really in the spiritual flow and you're watching a sunset or you're doing something you love or you're playing with your puppy um, or you're um, working towards your life's work or even like reading a book or listening to a podcast that really, really just you know lights, lights you up. Sometimes we feel that and have been taught that having fun is not such a grand thing, right? We've been taught that there's no value in enjoying ourselves, in play, in fun, in imagination, and we've been taught that the work of our lives is actually somehow opposed to the joy. Now, it's a funny thing when you think about that kind of programming and conditioning because it's really freaking paradoxical. On the one hand, many of us have been taught work first, play later. Right? And that we should work and that we should pro we should put off the joy and put off the fun. And that fun is is count is counterproductive to our being productive, contributing citizens and for doing the work that we are here to do. But here's the thing: most people follow the rules because they're seeking happiness, they're seeking joy, they're seeking meaning, and they're seeking fulfillment. So the idea that you should suffer to be happy is sort of a trap but we all have that conditioning so you know what the most important thing is to recognize that when it's happening within you and know that While there are times when life does not feel so grand, and though probably in human form, most of us have had experiences where we need to do things that are not immediately awe-inspiring but are part of life as we know it, there is nothing wrong with enjoying yourself. And the more you can enjoy yourself and the more you can follow the trail of joy, the happier you will be, period. The more productive you will be and the more, very most importantly, you will be guided and able to share the gifts that your soul is here to share with the world. And remember, at the end of the day, the biggest gift that you have to share with this planet is you. And the more that you are able to show up as your best and brightest self, the bigger gift that you are giving to this collective experience called humanity that we are all um, enjoying or maybe not enjoying right now. So when we are able to tap into that greater joy, that, um, right, that, that soul state of happiness, we are vibing more and more in alignment with our highest selves. Now, it's important to know that we don't chase joy. Joy is something that you allow. You allow it to work through you. You allow it when you experience it, you allow it in and you allow yourself to, um, again, do the things and do more of the things and bring more of it into your life. When we chase joy, we get off the path of experiencing it because we have an idea that it's something out there that we have to find or create when really it's already inside of you and it's really just longing to come out and shine. (laughs) and shine the light for you so joy is something we allow and the more that we can allow our joy to come through and the more we can get out of our own way the more we'll experience joy in our lives not just in the things that we think we want to do but also in everything because really you can find joy right and that deep uh alignment with um spiritual oneness pretty much doing anything um but but (laughs) Obviously, it's really nice when the outer world also is able to match our inner joyfulness and joyousness. So this may um, seem a little bit out there for you, a little abstract. So I'm going to ask my guidance to get a little bit more concrete so that we can talk on concrete terms about what joy is, how to find it, and how to follow it. And what my guides are telling me to share with you is this. As a child, you naturally knew what brought you joy. You naturally knew how to find excitement and happiness, even in the tiniest moments. It could have been watching a bumblebee taking uh, nectar from a flower. It might have been playing with pebbles in a stream or cuddling your dog or playing with friends or walking through the woods or building a block tower or just you know sitting by the fire with your family, right? All these simple things, brought you joy and you knew how to do it and it came effortlessly and naturally to you if you look at a baby smiling right sometimes you'll just see a baby um, just sitting by itself wiggling their toes and smiling right that child in that moment is just naturally able to experience the full range of their own spiritual being and connect with their own joyous selves throughout our lives though friends up until now, we have often many as many of us as have children were were taught that you know stop having fun and get back to work right We were taught it wasn't okay to just be in that joyous state, and that if we just hung out in that joyous state, we wouldn't be productive, we wouldn't get anything done, we wouldn't connect with the world, and then here's the puncher we wouldn't be happy so Many of us became like very, very frustrated, pokey kids. Some kids I know, I work with many kids and I was once one myself and I have birthed and raised two more. Um, Many kids just drink the Kool-Aid of, you know, what adults and the world tells them and they want to please and they get on that bandwagon and become workaholics or at the very least get the message that my joy is secondary to, you know, whatever I'm supposed to be doing right now. Other kids fight it like crazy and they know inherently this is ridiculous. Like, why, why would I want to not have fun? Aren't I just, isn't the purpose of life to have fun? It is, in fact, and we'll talk a bit about more about what that means in a bit. But so then they can become very frustrated and angry and resistant to everything that you tell them to do because in their highest, highest mind, something is wrong with this, this potion that you are feeding them and they don't want to drink it. And so they may spit it out in your face eventually we all at least drink some of the potion that society offers us and even when we spit it out um, so to speak there are um, there are trade-offs to be made and sometimes again we start to feel ashamed of the fact that we don't want to drink this thing that life is serving us because oftentimes we are told that we should want to drink it so most of us along these lines have some sort of societal conditioning that tells us either It's not okay to follow our joy or, well, we all have that, you know, or we learn that we just suck it up or maybe we have an ambivalent relationship where we sometimes want to do what we want to do because we want to do it and then other times we feel bad about that and we toe the line. None of this, my friend, will help you find your truest joy. It'll just confuse you emotionally and mentally, but that's okay because I'm going to show you how to start to undo that if you haven't already learned to do that a little bit already. The other thing that can happen because of this early conditioning is we often get confused about even what our joy is, right? Because at a certain point, kids naturally want what they want. And sometimes parents very wisely will tell them, you you know, you can't have that right now. Like perfectly reasonable for a child not to want to go to school. School is... I actually went to an awesome school, and I actually loved going to school, but that's just me. But for many children, school is not the funnest, funnest uh, experience, and it's not what their little bodies and souls naturally want to be doing for, you know, eight hours a day for the first 14 years of their lives. And so, but we will tell them things like, well, you you know, you have to go to school, which I think the way our society works now, it's a good idea. Send your kids to school. Um, But we'll also tell them that you should want to. And so kids start to get really confused because they know what they want and what they don't want and they know what you tell them they should want and then what they don't want. And here is where we start to lose connection with what really matters to us and lose connection with what we really want on the deepest spiritual level and what brings us joy. And so part of following your joy, my friends, is learning to let go of all this confusion and really learning to dig back deep into your heart and connect with that, with that which will bring your spirit and soul and even your humanness joy. That also means allowing that sometimes there will be resistance. That means allowing that sometimes you won't want to do something that your spirit really wants you to do. It means being super kind to yourself as you are working through all these layers of confusion and misunderstanding. (laughs) And it also means, first and foremost, that when you get those glimmers of what lights your fire, please, by all means, do them, follow them, pursue them. Because more and more, you will find that that will be the road home. That will be the way to really awaken your own inner light. People sometimes think that if I follow my joy, if I just allow myself to have fun, I will just disengage with the world and float around and never accomplish anything and you know, be a failure. Ah. And it's funny because Eckhart Tolle, one of the greatest, if not the greatest, spiritual teacher of our time, I mean, one of them, I'll say, in my estimation, talks about when he first awoke. So his spiritual awakening, he said, you know, he was just drifting around. He was just so happy in the present moment, just so happy being, basically his life was drifting around, enjoying just being and occasionally taking a menial job so that he could continue to exist on that basic level and eat and sleep under, you know, shelter and things like that. Um, But that mostly he just enjoyed, you know, the, his newfound connection with his higher self with, with the now, as he would say. So I suppose on that level, it is possible if you become completely awoke, you might just stay there and float around and be in a perpetual state of bliss, not feeling like you have to really do anything or feed anything or other than just to sort of be. Now, honestly, that doesn't sound so terrible to me personally, so (laughs) it's fine with me, but that is often what we are afraid of. But also remember that in following your joy, you're also following the breadcrumbs of what your spirit is here to do. And you're also tapping into the doing aspect, not just the being, but the doing aspect of life because that is, is, is part of the human experience. But you're tapping into the doing and the acting on and in the world from more along the lines of your higher self. So you're going to be acting and doing things that might be different things than your mind thinks you want to do or what you've been taught that you're supposed to do, but your doing will be so much more meaningful because it will be in alignment with your soul and what your spirit and soul is here and wants you to be doing. So mostly I would say that that idea that if we are having too much fun, we're going to be doing nothing again. It's just things that you've been taught. It's not realistic at all. And again, you you have two choices. You can be miserable and chase joy for the rest of your life, or you can start to tune into joy now, follow that, and just enjoy your life. So personally, I choose option two as much as I humanly can. So I hear now some of you saying, I don't know what brings me joy, or how do I know what will really, really bring me joy on that deepest, deepest level? And here are some ways that you can tell and tune in to um, understand what you know, brings your, your spirit joy on the highest, highest level. Think about, first of all, things that you enjoy doing as a child. Right. Again, when you were in your childish self, you knew what brought you joy right? That was before the world came in and told you otherwise. So sometimes tapping into and remembering the things that brought us that wild, crazy joy as a child, those interests, those things can really um, start to ignite our joy in the present moment. Sometimes play too. Going back, some of us didn't have the most rosy childhoods. And and when we even think about childhood, we think not about joy, but of anything else. So sometimes it's about asking your inner child now in the process, in, in the present, what would bring you joy. And sometimes you will discover amazing things so it might be drawing or spending time in nature or pushing a stick around in the dirt but our dancing or singing I was a loved singing and I still love singing it just brings me so much joy so tuning into the things that brought your child you you um, joy as a child is a really great place to start to reconnect with your inner joy another great way to connect with your inner joy is to think about the things that really get you in the flow today so what are the activities and things that you do that when you're doing them you lose track of time you become completely absorbed you go to another place and you feel amazing it might be writing it might be running it might be painting it might be lots of things it might be traveling. Um, But knowing those kinds of things that just really bring you joy and really take you out of your head is a really good sign that those that is your soul speaking to you through those activities. Also pay attention to things that you have curiosity about. Following your curiosity is another way of sniffing out that joy. Oftentimes the things that we are curious about are also the things that will bring us most fulfillment. So follow your curiosity, friends. Do you love different cultures, different foods, different... Do you love psychology? That's me. Um, are you drawn to spiritual topics? Wherever your curiosity lies will also be a great path of where, what your soul wants you to explore next and what will bring you deep meaning and joy in the process of discovery. Another great sign that you are finding your joy is if something leaves you with that deep sense of satisfaction when you are done or when you are doing it. So you've engaged in something afterwards, you just feel, ah, right? It just feels right. That is another way of knowing that you have begun to tap into that deepest sense of joy. And the last one is what do you love so much that you would do it if you could 24 seven and, you know, aside from eating and drinking and sleeping, you could be doing this all the time. And this of course does not um, apply to addictive drugs, but anything else, (laughs) if you feel that way about something, by all means, you know, make room in your life to be doing it. And of course, our joys can change. So something that seems like it would be amazing to do 24-7, you know, could potentially get old if you did it that much, but it doesn't matter. Following the joy, following the impulse, allowing yourself to experience uh, the things that, that light up your life is just the best way to bring in more joy, more joyful things, and to just really expand that awareness and that ability for you to experience your own inner joyousness and being. For some of you, you might not be able to identify a big thing or big things that have that big fireworks in the sky kind of joyous experience, and I'm gonna tell you that is okay too. There's nothing wrong with that. Joys can be really simple. They can be really small. It can be that first cup of coffee in the morning. It could be walking barefoot on the grass in the park. It could be listening to the waves. I love water, seeing water, hearing water, Being at a beach, oh my gosh, that just puts me into the most beautiful, blissful state. So it could be petting, you know, your cat. It could be reading your favorite book. It could be curling up by the fire. So whatever brings you that place of stillness, that place of joy, that place of bliss, even for just a moment, is a great place to start. Sometimes, too, for those of us that are really struggling, You can also just notice those moments when life sucks a little less. So those moments of relief, that is the beginning and that is the gateway to joy. So even if you're feeling right now that my life is anything but joyous and I don't even want to talk about this joy stuff, um, just noticing even the little bit breaks in the suckiness of life, that those will eventually widen and lead you to more joy. Another point that I think it's very important to make is that I've talked about joy up until now as this big, blasted, blooming experience. And again, that's a wonderful thing. But oftentimes, friends, the real inner joy is really quite subtle. Our mind is used to fireworks, our mind wants everything to be big and loud because that is how we burst through the ego. But really, the voice of your soul is often very quiet, it's often very still. And so, joy is often very, very subtle. And it doesn't have to be big fireworks. Sometimes it's just those moments of stillness where you really experience your own inner inner peace. Sometimes, too, moments of joy can come at the most unexpected times. In the middle of an argument with your spouse, you know, while getting a blood test. I hate blood tests, but it's possible. Um, You know, during a moment of grief or a moment of sadness, or just when you're driving around in your car, heading to work or running errands, look for those opportunities and times anywhere. Again, the mind will tell you what will bring you joy. I'm not saying that a fight with your spouse will bring you joy, but what I'm saying is we are always spiritual. We are always present with our spiritual selves, whether we are paying attention or not. And sometimes, right, no matter what you're doing, you can start to tune in and allow your inner magnificence to shine through. And as I said at the beginning of this podcast, at the end of the day, your joy is within you. All of your resources are ultimately within you. And the world is just mirroring what's going on right inside your inner self. So the more that we can tap into and allow that feeling of joy to radiate from our hearts, regardless of what's going on in the outside world, the more we can experience the beautiful, wondrous nature of our own (laughs) spiritual selves, and the more we can live the lives that our souls intended. And yes, too, oftentimes the outer world will also feed you back as well, but it doesn't have to, because joy can be found anywhere. It is who you are. It is your birthright. So I would love for you all to reflect about what brings you joy. I would love to hear back from you all to know, um, you know, what what lights your fire. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I hope you will take this information with you uh, throughout your day, week, month, however long it takes. And thank you for listening. Namaste. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope that you gain strength, clarity, and growth from today's episode. For more information and to submit a topic that you'd like to see addressed in a future episode, please visit my website, victoriashawintuitive.com, where you'll find the resources to help you step into your power and awaken your own inner wisdom.